We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now we're in a transition a little bit. Welcome back. Mullion Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 to score. Zach Zaidman in for Mullion today. Thanks for being here, Zach. Really appreciate that. Thank you to Evan Thomas for getting us up on the Twitch stream. Thank you all for calling, texting, emailing. Thank you for all your contributions today. It was a fun show. A lot of back and forth. And Zach and I didn't even yell at each other that loudly. Although there were times where I was tempted. <laughs> you know, we had the conversation about the Bears uh, drafting a quarterback in the first round. And that was Zach's idea. Um, I had a friend of mine who's a former police officer who is a big Bears fan. Who wants to take Zach into custody and beat him up? Says, if the Bears draft a quarterback in the first round, I become a Colts fan. And, and Zach is under arrest. And Zach is arrested. I, I, think, I think it's a fair discussion. I, I was told that, that you it's irresponsible if you say anything negative about Justin Fields. And all I'm saying is you're in the unique position of potentially having the first overall pick or even the number two pick. Who knows where the Bears will end up, but it's going to be a really high pick after Sunday. It definitely you, will be a very high pick. So you, you owe your, first. It'll be one or two. Right. So yeah. you owe yourself, if you're Ryan Poles, to do a deep dive on all the quarterbacks. I think we, we're just operating, and, and Dan, you're like this, where you just surround Justin Fields with talent, and the whole thing is, is going to go to the next level. And I understand that, that, that thought process. And that may very well be the way they go. There are a lot of people in the NFL world that will tell you they believe and I'm that Bryce Young ultimately is a better quarterback than the guy the Bears have. And I think you owe it to investigate that and find out. I want your rhetoric in the bloodstream. I, I, I'm not going to dismiss anything you're saying because I want the NFL world to hear it. Yeah, it's a good conversation, and you want as many people excited about those picks Dear as possible. I, I, I want, I, I want uncertainty in the marketplace. I want everybody to think there is a – and Layla did it yesterday too because she kept saying, why can't I shake the thought that the Bears are going to take a quarterback? And I'm, I'm like, bring it on. Put put that out there because all that gets the Bears closer to winning a Super Bowl because it drives up the value of their pick regardless of what they Speaking do. Speaking of uncertainty, let's thank Dustin Rose, our executive producer. When I think about that, it's nothing but gratitude. Not remorse or sadness, just gratitude for the time that I've been here, the amazing memories that I've had on this field. There have been a lot of great moments. Um, but, you know, I'm still undecided. Uh, uh, we're all undecided about the future, and we're just going to enjoy uh, Sunday night and hopefully have some more to play for. You know whose voice that is. Thank you, Brandon Fryer, for making us all cringe. I'm being honest. I don't want to be one of these <laughs> on television. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh, I mean jackasses. I meant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. What the heck is going on? I meant jackasses. I apologize. These guys act like they know everything. Ernie, I got that's the first, Jack. I say, uh, that's the first time I've ever cursed. I apologize. It is. No, yeah. it, is. it is. I apologize. Chuck, I'll tell you what. I will pay your fine to the FCC. I do. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> that was great. 
As you were saying, Layla. Hey, Dan and Layla. Hey. Hey. It's, it's cable. He doesn't have to worry. It's not It's not broadcast television. Uh, he can there's say that. still words you can't say on cable. There's just more words you can't say on the radio and, and network. Not yeah. that I would know. Yeah, Over-the-air broadcast has the strictest <laughs> rules. Yes. Um. Yeah, I heard I heard you guys talking this morning, Zach Zaidman and David Haw, about quarterbacks from Alabama and how they do have a pedigree. Mm-hmm. But for all of that, I'll just see you and raise you with Mac Jones. I'll take Justin Fields over Mac Jones a million days a week. I would, too. Yeah. Yes, because Mac Jones is bad, and, and you know what else he is? He's dirty. Yeah, he's he he's, is. Yeah, the he, film on Mac Jones ain't good. Yeah, like, he's got way too much Grayson Allen in him. Yes, he does. I mean, that, the, you see that kind of behavior. DB. The, the supercut is is hard to shake once you've seen it. Yeah, there is a little Grayson Allen in every opportunity he's got to kick somebody in the nuts or to twist somebody's ankle in a pile. It's it's really a bad look. There's only one way to to figure that one out, and that's just to put him against Ndamukong Sue. <laughs> well, I think by the by the uh, the physical power of Sue allows him to be more damaging. And you oh, darn! Did I forget that? that? Yeah. Did I forget that in the celebrity death match I just created? Are you calling both those guys jackrabbits? Yes, jackballs. I, I can't shake your your vibe today. You've got it's like you. It's the Paul Pasqualoni lookalike contest. Today. <laughs> <laughs> you got a very you've got a very Syracuse orange carrier dome sideline look today. West like Coast you, you should be holding up Stanford holding up cards or like yelling and pointing frenetically at people to get somebody <laughs> off the field. Or, you know, going for two. Thanks. Yeah, it's a good yeah. look. Yeah, it's a good look, Zach. All right. It so, is. what happens if Ryan Poles comes to the conclusion that Bryce Young is better than Justin Fields? Hey, man, he's he's the GM of the Bears. That's up to him. What so you are you are conditioned to question everything. <laughs> I mean, if he if he comes to that conclusion, as I said earlier, I will question that conclusion. I will be. I would be very surprised and skeptical. I would be very uh. surprised. The upside would be, I guess we have things to talk about on this station for infinity. There's that. But man, I just, I've thought about that too. And I I come to the same conclusion of, if you put Justin Fields on any other team with even slight, like slight weapon improvement, slight offensive line improvement, is he better? And I keep saying yes. If you put Bryce Young. On any other team, you can't see him behind the lines. Bryce Young He's is two on feet tall. one of the best teams. Like Brian, a, Bryce Young is on one of the best teams he, in football. He's a little dude, right? Like Justin, Justin Fields, Fields is one of the worst in yeah. his respective. I think yeah. it would be a. It's an interesting conversation. It would be a stronger argument in my mind if the number one quarterback projected to go had a more predictable skill set or more predictable success uh, expectation in the NFL if it were Trevor Lawrence, if it were Joe Burrow, if it were Andrew Luck, somebody like that. Bryce Young may end up being a dynamic NFL passer. He's going to have to overcome some things and some misconceptions maybe about his body type and about his stature that are valid right now until he disproves them. I also think that we need to remember how we even talked about Joe Burrow who we know could throw and how we, how good we knew he was in college and how without an upgrade there in high draft picks, 
we we viewed him before he got the weapons uh, that he deserved around him. I, I just don't know that I have the energy to go through another first-round draft pick quarterback for the Bears that everybody's going to fall in love with prematurely and make wild predictions about and have see things that aren't there and defend him wildly before he's proven anything. I'm not ready for that again. I, I don't want the Bears to play. I, I Look, I'm, I'm entertaining this because this is what we're talking about. But, look, everything suggests everything that I've seen and I'm just it, it, it just it's tired at this point. We've got a quarterback, and only in this town will we go out of our way to con- to find a way to convince ourselves that we don't. And it ma- it, it just makes me crazy. It's like here here he is, and this is the most dy- one of the most dynamic athletes the city has ever seen. And we're looking at some you know, looking well maybe this guy maybe no no no. It's like it's like we're afraid. To buy in, afraid to get excited, and it just it makes me crazy. Well, I think there's a fine line there, Dan. Though, but I think that people aren't necessarily afraid to get excited. I think what people who are objective about what Justin Fields has to do yet before he has fully arrived, something Brad Biggs wrote yesterday and took a lot of crap for it. Um, something that Ryan Pohl said and didn't. Acknowledging that is not abandoning hope that he can become the quarterback he needs to be. It's being objective about where he is and what he hasn't done yet. Sure. And I think what what's that perce- what's what what some people perceive that to be in terms of evaluation is criticism that then when they're defending it, it comes off as being overly defensive of, of just that to me is why the conversation gets off the rails. I, I just I found it fascinating. We've inverted a common paradigm where Especially when it comes to bears, there's been we usually talk about out of town stupid. We talk about well, they don't re- these these national pundits and national scouts and, and national observers they don't know what's really going on here. This is a case where a lot of the most sensible analysis has come from people who are farther away from it, who are seeing oh my god, look at this guy and understanding that this guy's going to be on the cover of preseason magazines and on the cover of video games, and he's and there are going to be odds on him to be offensive player of the year next year and to be a pro bowler because of what everybody is seeing and what's jumping off the screen at everybody. It's the dynamic it, flash-making plays that wow you, that wow you, and that's the reason. But those matter. They Explosive do, plays they are do. currency in the NFL. Yes. But, but you know what also matters? Doing the routine routinely well and that has not happened because it's been impossible on the worst team in the league impossible it it just it it is it's an unfair ask to say well there's going to be about seven guys sitting on your head but you know you you've got to lead this team here and you've got to do this and you've got to do that it's like come on man that's true but so so is the fact that he needs to make simple throws easier and better he even like this the things that don't have anything to do with limited wide receiving talent and don't have anything to do with a lack of protection from an offensive line. Those kind of throws, the the lateral throws, the quick slants, these kind of things that too often are inaccurate or or look somewhat mechanical. These are things he needs to get better at. Experience have, will make that better. I that That's the key. I have no reason to believe he's not going to get better at all of those things based on his professionalism, his demeanor, his work ethic. I mean, everything that we talk about when scouting a quarterback prospect. The guy's really grown as a young man just this year. Just how he talks and and just what is the the way his teammates respond to him. I 
I, I have no reason to doubt that these little things will, as they say, get cleaned up. There's one thing that Vigzy brought up that we're not acknowledging in this conversation, and that is truly how the line was addressed. The offensive lineman that I am sold the most on is the one that they wanted to trade, supposedly, or whatever that standoff Kevin was, at the beginning of the season. And to me... got to stay on the field, though, Layla. You can't... He's got to stay on the field. He's got to stay in the game. He's got to stay healthy. Do I get to finish, though? Sure. So the other thing that I wanted to say about that is, think about how we're judging the left tackle who was drafted in the fifth round. This is this is not how you're you're trying to genuinely protect the franchise quarterback. It's okay if if Braxton Jones isn't that guy. That expectation shouldn't be placed on somebody drafted that late. That's on Ryan Poles to protect him. These sacks are on Ryan Poles, who claims to be an offensive line guy. The other problem with the concern about Fields as a passer is how quickly that slippery slope then dives into the swimming pool of people saying that he needs to be a gadget player. That's where people get an issue with it. I do think that it makes sense if you're the one holding the ring to be tempted by getting another quarterback. I don't want to be covering a team that's in a perpetual state of rebuilding like the Raiders. And that's the thing that worries me is when you want to change regimes all the time and you want to have all these draft picks, you mismanage them too. Thank you. And I get turned off by the idea, well, yeah, he can be a, they'll bring in a real quarterback and then he can do his gadget stuff. That is, that's just one step removed from the old dog whistle. Well, I got to turn him into a safety or he's actually a wide receiver. And it just, it makes, it just, I I always react strongly to that because it just, it, it just stinks of, of old, old NFL talk and it and and there's it, there's all sorts of dog whistle stuff behind it that has that has been we've been trying to root out of this league for a long time. I think the best quarterbacks that are coming out of college right now have dynamic athleticism, right? That they're the ones that are going up high. And then the question becomes do they have the ability to take advantage of the athleticism with their arm as well, right? That's what you want, the dual threat. And that's the reason that you're going to hear Will Levis's name pop up, even though... Anthony Richardson. Right. And and I think all I'm asking is that Ryan Poles do a deep dive on all the guys that could be taken up high and ask this question. Do you believe that one of those guys can be better than what you have right now? I, I think don't. it's a fair... I, I know what you, I, I'd like him to go through the process I think before it, he makes a decision. I, I want him to do it too, and I want the NFL to watch him do it, and I want them to be very public about it in, in however they want because that drives the value of that pick as high as possible. And that can this, – this is going to be and, – and I thought Nick Costos was so good. Another example of somebody who's removed from it who said, yeah, this is going to be – Sunday could be one of the biggest days, one of the most positive days in the history of the Bears franchise, full stop, with everything they've gone through. With everything that's happened. Well, you still have to make, even if you decide, okay, Justin Fields is our guy, we're trading down, you still have to hit home runs in order to to make this work the right they're way. Not, they're not there yet. This is the bottoming out. This is the, this is the end of the beginning is what this is. This is the end of the beginning. And that actually last week was. But the outcomes this week and the fact that they're sitting him because they know they have to lose is a really good sign. They know it. They know they've got to lose this game, and they're going to lose this game. And they're and and this this could be the day that we look back and say that was when the ship started to really turn. This is the easy part. Yep. The well, no, hard it, part it, now is building it back up. Yeah, no one's saying it's easy. What else you got? 
Well, we're going to be really busy today because not only is Mark Grody going to join us and Joe Ostrowski is going to join us, we're going to talk with Bob Snyder, who is one of the creators of Jenny'sMission.org that has existed a long time, a Chicago-based charity that is funding the placement of automated external defibrillators. And they were uh, back in mind. Uh, Bob Snyder was a friend of uh, some people at this station who they tragically lost their daughter to a, a sudden cardiac arrest based on a congenital heart issue. And because of what we saw on, on an NFL field, the important takeaway is more AEDs, more people who know how to use them, more awareness of this kind of thing, and it's going to save lives, and he's going to join us. The 76ers TV broadcaster and a uh, former uh, friend of mine from Duke, Ala Abdelnabi, is going to join us today. I hope he's still the character that he used to be. I imagine that he is. We are going to do Friday Fung Tales of Laziness. Great. Have a great show. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.